Hello and welcome to another episode of our Audacious Learning Ways podcast series with Roy and Ian. My name is Ian Tate. We're going to be with you throughout the series and for those of you who don't know him, Roy is a Delta resident, volunteer board member of the North Delta Business Association, and former president, chief marketing officer, and entrepreneur with over 40 years of successful and unmatched executive leadership experience in every aspect of business. His latest book in the Be Different or Be Dead series is titled The Audacious Unheard of Ways I Took a Startup to a Billion in Sales, and we've decided to use it as the guide and cornerstone of our association. Today's How to Be Different tip is build your business to say yes to your customers. Do whatever it takes to satisfy their needs. Avoid policies that make you say no and restrict how your customers engage with you. High-performing organizations make it easy for their customers to do business with them. Good morning, Roy. Good morning, Ian. How are you this morning? Never better, as always. Anyway, Roy, just jumping right in, what do you mean by saying yes to your customers? Do you literally mean saying yes to everything a customer may want? Look at Ian, the basic idea here is to try and figure out a way to architect your business to make it easy for people to transact with you. Okay, so what that, what that basically says is you want to create an environment where customer transactions are enabled as opposed to controlled. And, and if we can do that, we're going to have better experiences. We're going to have a culture that leans into customers. And we're going to have memorable moments because those moments are not produced when you're saying no. They're produced when you're saying yes. And so yes creates value. No doesn't. Okay, when you're continuing to, to, to enforce rules and so forth on customers. So the basic idea is to change the culture to try and make it easy for people to do business with us. That's the whole idea behind uh, saying yes. We'll talk a little later about the limits on this because of course you're gonna end up in some circumstances where for legal or whatever other reasons you can't do it. But the basic notion is if you create a culture around saying yes, more often than not, you will do the right thing for the customer and they will reward you. Good. Um, and I look forward to that next uh, discussion on it, just to take a deeper dive into it. So um, if we uh, know what it means, what are the benefits of a yes strategy and why would a business adopt such a method? Yeah, so here's a couple of, uh, of benefits that I recognize and I realize over my, over my career is, first of all, it's relationship building. When you're saying yes more often than no, of course, the customer is going to be leaning into you and you're going to have a better experience with them. The relationship that you have with a customer is certainly going to be built. If you're constantly enforcing control policies and saying no, then it's pretty hard to imagine that the relationship piece is going to go anywhere but south. Secondly, uh, let's think about this from a growth point of view. I mean, if you're constantly saying yes or more often than not, uh, you're going to get a revenue line that's going north, not south because customers will feel that they want to transact with you and they will reward you, okay, with that behavior in terms of growth and revenue. And that's a very, very positive, powerful benefit. Productivity goes up. The effectiveness of your front line goes up because now they're spending time enabling customers as opposed to fighting with them and trying to enforce what I call dumb rules in organizations that basically don't make yeah. any sense to customers 
whatsoever. And so their productivity is going to go up and employee engagement will go up as well because they'll feel better about their job. I mean, nobody likes to constantly be fighting with another person. Job satisfaction is based on how, um, how easy the transaction is with a customer. And look at frontline people want to please. That's who they are. They can't please anybody if they're fighting a rule system that doesn't make any sense. Customer service results obviously are going to go up when you're saying yes more than no, uh, because customers will feel that they've been hurt. Uh, they'll like the experience and they'll reward you with good customer service results. Loyalty goes up, Ian. Okay, when, when you're saying yes, loyalty goes up, which translates into market share gains or high retention rates at the very minimum. And I guess lastly, a say yes organization or culture has a distinctive competitive advantage in the marketplace. It makes them unique. And the reason for that is very, very few people do it. Very few companies okay, are, are basically driven to create this lean in, say yes culture, right? The basic drive is to control through procedures and it rolls through to the engagement process. And you can't have a competitive advantage when all you're doing is restricting people. Okay, loyalty is built by enablement. It sure as heck isn't built by restricting. So there's a number of benefits right off the bat. Not easy to do because it's a cultural change, but at the end right. of the day, it's exceedingly rewarding. Well, plus you've got that referral aspect too, because I'm going to talk to, you know, my family, friends, and networks about the experience that I had saying with someone saying yes in a store that I frequent, and uh, I'll tell them about it. See, that's a great point. Absolutely. You've got built-in referrals when you're saying yes to people. Guess what happens when you say no? Okay, what they do is they go out and tell their friends how crummy you are, that all you do is restrict them and you won't enable them. You won't do what they want. You won't, you're not a satisfier, you're a dissatisfier. So it's a really excellent point. Right. I've, I've, got, a, I've got a personal... Uh, experience with a no and it was something as simple as a price match and and in an advertised item and we're talking apples and apples and i just i i didn't blow it but i spoke in a very low voice i says you realize you've just prejudiced the lifetime expenditure of myself my family my extended family and my business networks at your store don't you yeah and that sort of that sort of took them back and they still said no well, and, and part of the reason for that, it's not the frontline person's or the clerk's responsibility or fault. Okay, so leadership yeah. issue. If, if leaders don't inculcate, okay, this kind of a culture, then the frontline people, as I said earlier, are left with no other device than to try and force something that they know deep down is stupid. But that's what they have to do. Otherwise, they'll get fired. Even though, yeah, they'll be even though it's a customer yeah. savings tactic, you know, they exactly. suffer the, the, the punishment of higher management when they try and, and actually bend the rule in favor of the customer, which is insane to actually criticize somebody for that. Yeah. So you got worker dissatisfaction, too, in the mix as well. Uh, so how does an organization go about saying yes? Well, I think, first of all, just just to segue off the leadership thing, I mean, leadership needs to declare, OK, that the culture that they want is a culture that enables customers to do business with them, not to control what it is. Like, you know what? 
when you control something, you don't trust the other person. Mm. I mean, that's a basic drive behind control. And so customers know this. When they have to fight through the real system, they know it's because they're not trusted. They think that you think that they will do everything to screw them. And the problem with that is it's a cultural misfit, okay? And so the first thing leaders have to do is declare, this is what we're going to do. We're going to create this, this enablement environment. We're going to architect the environment to say yes. And it's a long-term cultural play. To begin, it's pretty simple, really. Uh, you, you first of all have to assign a point person to do this who lives and dies, okay, on the say yes journey, all right? It's somebody that, that gets it, that understands it, that's, that works well with people. And you need to say, this is your lifelong task and hold them accountable for that. You are the say yes point person, right? The first thing to do is identify the pinch points. Okay, what are the major points of aggravation? Okay, in our business architecture that customers don't like, right? Start off with that. Start small. Find the big ones, big pinches, and try and figure out a way to say yes to those. You may not be able to say yes 100% to every one of them, but imagine a world where 80% progress towards yes is made off a zero point today. I mean, it's tremendous the kind of power that's, that's exerted. So get, get the policy pinch points identified, challenge them, okay? Start the journey to change them, okay? And the other thing I would say, Ian, and I, yep. I used to do this, and it's, it's absolutely powerful as hell, is engage customers in the journey. When they, when they are asked to help you architect the inside of your organization to say yes, they are blown away. First of all, they're blown away at the concept. They go, wow. I mean, nobody else is doing that. Yes, I know. We're trying to be different, mm -hmm. right? And the second thing is they all, they're flattered that you've invited them in and asked them to be part of your journey. That itself is loyalty building. I mean, it's kind of ironic, right? Get them to help you. And at the same time, they're more loyal to you because you asked them to help you. Okay, so those are a few points. Uh, keep, keep the no, no people away, Ian. You don't want hmm. no people around this. Because all they will do is infect everybody else. They will jaundice right. the process and, and you simply don't want to go there. Challenge every pinch point. Hold managers accountable. Make it part of their, their performance plan to get rid of the no stuff and implement mm -hmm. the yes stuff. And the, other, the last thing I would say on that is um, start recruiting people that want to say yes. Start recruiting people that feel really uncomfortable about saying no that want to say yes, and they will help you in your journey. And to think we all we were doing is serving customers, but they can actually help form, form uh, uh, perspectives around the business and how to deal with them. Absolutely. Man. So, so what kind of costs are involved? Because it seems that saying yes to satisfy customers could be expensive. I mean, you're not going to let them roll off the lot with the rolls, but you know, <laughs> you might let them take it for a drive for all of five seconds. You know, but so, so, uh, what kind of costs are involved, Roy? You know, and and the first pushback I always get is that one. It's like we couldn't possibly say yes to everything they want. Right? It's the infamous they. You know, with, they, with the implication that because they're going to screw us and they're going to cost us so much money. 
I mean, that's just a great excuse for doing nothing as far as I'm concerned, okay? You need to treat the say yes cultural change as an investment. It's an investment in customer loyalty. And so the flip side of that is what are the opportunity costs, Ian, of not doing that? Well, the opportunity costs of not saying yes, okay, are things like we talked about earlier, customer dissatisfaction, employee dissatisfaction, loss of market share because of loyalty, et cetera. I mean, bad referrals. You don't get any referrals when you're saying no. So for me, it's a leadership attitude. You need to understand it's a long-term play. You need to understand it's an investment strategy, just like you would invest in infrastructure, just like you would invest in technology. You're investing in saying yes, because you're trying to create that architecture that enables transactions. I know I keep saying this, but I'm going to keep saying it because it's so important. Yep. You want to yep. enable, not to control. So, you know, I don't buy the argument that you can't do it because it's too expensive. People like that basically don't get it, right? And they don't want to get it. They're really comfortable with doing things the way it's always been, and they don't want to shift. They don't want to. Mm-hmm. They want to. They want to break away from that old stuff. And so, I don't think in the long run it's expensive at all compared to other investments. Mm. But you, can you imagine a business owner with the foresight of putting the yes culture in the employee on, onboarding process? Oh, absolutely. I mean, just think think about think about the the way you go about recruiting people too. Uh, I mean, the, the whole nature of that conversation takes on a certain profile that other organizations don't have. I mean, you're looking for people who want to lean in to help, who want to lean right. in with that helpful DNA strand that we've talked about so much before. And it's uh, it's wonderful. Those companies will be will be the top 50 companies in Canada. They will be there. The, right. the control freaks, which I'll call them, will not be on the list. Satisfied with the status quo, where we have the power and the customer is just a a, 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 a source of dollars. Exactly. Jeez, right. Sad. Anyway, <laughs> so um, we talked about costs, and uh, oh, here's 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 a notion. Uh, are there any say yes organizations you can mention? Okay, so I mean, this was a tough one to be honest, because yeah. you know, there's not a plethora of companies out there that are doing this sort of stuff, which is amazing to me because they keep talking about losing customers. They keep talking about the problem with retention. They keep talking about the problems of customer loyalty. This is such an easy, low-hanging piece of fruit to actually do. But there are a few that I will say, I I wouldn't put them in the absolute say yes category, but I would Mm -hmm. put them in the easier to do business with category which means approaching yes approaching which means they're leaning in the right direction ian and and right right one that comes to my mind is dyson dyson canada if you've ever had an issue with with the with their products and had to use their customer service lines etc they are absolutely amazing at saying yes um we we've had a couple of of issues which you always get with new technology and they handled it absolutely really, really well. Marriott International, uh, who I know intimately, um, is another organization that really do- is leaning in, leaning in to help, leaning in to say yes, leaning, leaning in to, to go elsewhere in an organization to find reasons why the policies are and so forth. 
And I guess the last one I will mention, because they use the term directly, is the Cactus Club. Now, I only mention them because if you if you go into the Cactus Club, you will see a poster on a wall that says uh, the House of Yes. And what that is, is basically a declaration uh, that they will try and say yes all the time. And of course, I've had lots of fun with the serve reps on this, asking them, what does it mean? And does it mean that if there's there's something I want that's not on the menu, will you get it for me? And if you don't have the ingredients, will you run to Safeway or Save on Foods to get the ingredients? And and of course, at the end of the day, I'm I'm having fun with them. But the basic drive is to say yes, even though okay. And people need to understand this, even though there will be times where it's simply not possible. But if you handle that situation correctly in an overall culture that wants to say yes, you're still going to come out better than a no firm. Yeah. You know, on a personal note, two of our three sons worked at that organization and the, 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 what's the word, the the shift that they had in their attitude after literally their first couple of weeks. And uh, at, from time, they were both back a house and it really didn't matter. It just was amazing just to see that sort of, that sort of change in their attitude and uh, and um, the smile on their face, and it was it was absolutely amazing. There's one close by us too. Haven't been there in a while, but thanks for the thanks for the idea. No problem. Anyway, well, um, that you know the, the the topic today is as short and sweet as Y E S, and uh, I think it doesn't matter that if you're a small business, a solopreneur. Or a, or a medium or a large sized business, it can help every organization. So, well, that's a wrap, folks. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back again soon with another How to Be Different tip as part of our Audacious Learning Ways podcast series. Have a great business day and goodbye, Roy. Goodbye, Ian.